T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It's the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC News Talk 1080. All right, I'm, I'm just trying to, uh, I've got so many fun clips here. We're going to play the Rams. I just wanted to start off with something a little, this, this is from England, and I think it offers some insight, but I, I just dubbed it quick, and I don't know if I've got it in the right place. Let me see. These are <coughs> these are British police talking to uh, some somebody's house who they've been called to outside. Hampshire <coughs> police would realise how ridiculous this is. What did it need to come to? Because I don't understand. I posted something that he posted. You come to arrest me. You don't arrest him. Why has it come to this? Why am I in cuffs? Because there's something. He said, then I said. So this is a he said, she said, where they're arresting a guy. They've got a guy handcuffed out in the driveway, and he's saying, why are you doing this? We're two people on social media talking at each other, and you have to hear what happens. I posted something that he posted. You come to arrest me. You don't arrest him. Why has it come to this? Why am I in cuffs? Because there's something he said, then I said. Because someone has been caused, obviously, anxiety. Did you hear that? This is the key part. Wait, let me make it louder. This is the key part. It's so, this is so our future. If we just sit, sit here and let all this distortion of our system go on without uh, yelling back, because everything going on right now is, is happening because people sat there and said, oh, it's just this funny little thing. And it, but it was a walk down the road to where we are today. It caused, obviously, anxiety. Somebody said something that caused somebody anxiety, and they came to make an arrest. He said, then I said. Because someone has been caused, obviously, anxiety based upon your... Can you hear it? Can you hear that, Anthony? He said, then I said. Because someone has been caused, obviously, anxiety. Somebody has been caused, obviously, anxiety, I think he's saying. Can you make that out? This is a cop explaining why he's making an arrest. It's because, obviously, anxiety based upon your social media post. Based on your social media post. So this is the whole thing that the left does now, where it tries to say that you're responsible for the way they're made to feel. The news gives me anxiety every day. 
<laughs> everything as, as from, well it should from the government from leaders from people in power i mean how are we how are we going to say someone's sight gives uh, others anxiety i mean everything gives me anxiety <laughs> it's like there's so many things to worry about if you want to be anxious but well that's what i was thinking about that very subject with this cut this is a guy named Knowles. what's his name michael Knowles. He's, he's kind of big on the Internet these days. Yeah, and, Michael. And this is him talking to a college professor at a forum. So he's up on the podium talking, and this professor is challenging him, saying he's a problem. What he's saying is, I forget the exact accusation. You think that speech is violence? Oh, yeah, uh, that no. his speech is violent. And, of course, speech can't be violent. His speech is the thing we use in place of violence. Do you think that I'm speech is violence? Uh, no, I think that that's the, what that sign says. The conversation that you're having is oppressive, it, um, and so I am oppressing people by what I'm doing. So I am I am exerting violence on people by my speech. That's what the sign says, and that's what you just said. It contributes to. And the protester is saying that's exactly what I'm doing, and she's saying that's exactly what her sign means. So that means that you, a faculty member at an American public university, paid for by taxpayer dollars, are conflating speech with violence. Yes. Finally, she had to give in because that's what she had say, said, and then she owned up to it. Um, speech can be violent. What you are saying contributes to systemic racism in this country. It means that my students of color are pulled over and accused of stealing a car when they did not. I'm not pulling anybody over for stealing I'm any cars. I, I see many did. people of many different races in this room. I, I, they all seem to be doing just fine. I don't think I, any, any of them have felt violence because they listened to a lecture on, on basic facts about our immigration system. And, and there he nails her. These people are nuts. And in American universities, these nutty people are protected and paid in secure positions that never go away. It's a remarkable situation we've gotten into where people have just sat around and through the years allowed this to happen. I just wanted to throw that out there because, uh, you know, that's what I found on a review of the Internet today. Anthony, any comment? I didn't know if you were in the ready position to jump on the air. You kind of looked like you were I'm here. Uh, closing up to the mic. Yeah, I mean that's interesting. No, uh, I'm not I'm not trying to make you comment if you don't have anything. I just thought you might based on where you were sitting, I thought you were ready to pounce. <laughs> it's I mean, I think it's funny the way that he dunks on them, obviously. Um I don't know I don't know what people don't see in the fact that there's at least somewhat of a point in there. Because I think we kinda of saw that in your interview yesterday. When you get to a point of, okay, what does that mean? And then they can't explain what it means. How do you not even see the flaw in your argument? I guess that's when people start digging their feet in. Um, yeah, well, he couldn't dig his feet in because he didn't know what he was saying yesterday. This woman at least has a position. and he, But she was surprised by his question. She was surprised when Noel says to her, well, what you're saying is that speech is violence. And she said, no, I'm not saying that. And then when he cornered her on it, she said, oh, yes, I am. It is violence because people are scared. Well, and whatever you say, if you do speak up, then silence is violence if you don't speak up. So the, the, it's a, no matter what, if your speech isn't perfect, your words are violence. If you don't say anything, your silence is violence. And then you don't if, win. You're, 
if you're standing up and objecting like she is, why isn't her her talk? Why aren't the words she's saying violent? Why aren't people oppressed by what she's saying? Because she's she's trying to take away their right to speak, which is the real oppression. Let's play some rants. Hey, everybody. It's Chrissy. <laughs> remember the Thomas English muffin questions I asked? Well, here's another one. Do you remember Chrissy was the one who set us off on the great search for the proper method of splitting the no, what are they called? No split? No, no cut? The fork split. Fork split. English muffins. We had a great time with that. What about Lender's bagels? Okay, so they do have a cut in them, but they don't all the way through. Kind of sucks. Yeah, also, but isn't, isn't the idea that you can just shove the knife in and you don't? Because the problem with cutting a bagel is it's hard to cut a bagel, and, and then you have to circle it around, and you don't end up back at the right starting point, so you mangle it. Isn't that the issue with bagels? Have you noticed how much they've shrunk since we were kids? What the hell is the problem? Why are they shrinking? Ah, that's the history of inflation. It's just like how they go down into the ice core and, and drill those long rods of ice and pull them up, and they can figure out how the temperatures have changed through the millennia. Same thing with the bagels. You just look at how small the bagels are. What are they now, the size of a quarter? How big's a lender's bagel? You used to have to, like, squish them to put them into the toaster. Nope, not anymore. Not anymore. Now you have to squish the toaster to get it to heat the bagel, right? Yep, yep. You go and you cut it, and you open it, and then, like, one side opens real thin, the other one side opens real thick, and you got to squish it on one side of the toaster to put it in, and it never toasts right. <laughs> Bye-bye, guys. Imagine all the people sharing all the lenders. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, the governor, Ned Vermont. I know it's me because I saw my sign on the beginning of the Merritt Parkway down there in Fairfield County. It's a big sign, and it says, Welcome to the Merritt Parkway, Governor Ned Vermont. Oh, it's, I, I get... <laughs> can I say erection on the radio? <laughs> oh my gosh, I get so excited when I see my name on those signs. And you know, it's, uh, anyways, uh, Bob Stefanowski, he's no good, don't vote for him. I think uh, we should have the troopers park, uh, pack him up and uh, take him away or something like that. I might have to make some phone calls. I wish Josh was still with me. You know, you, you, you might see a lot of troopers on the highway and they're always speeding and they're tailgating everybody and they're always speeding somewhere without their lights on of course usually they're on their phones <laughs> uh, I, uh, I get a kick out of my driver he just does the same thing he drives he's like eating the danish and he's like driving and, but uh they get me to where i want to go that's why i like being the governor it's like i got special powers i feel like a super superheroes special powers <laughs> well anyways have a nice day ladies and gentlemen take care i have this fantasy that the average person is just going to go to vote and they will have all realized that the governor is a fraud and a dope and that that caricature of him is is really pretty close to the to the mark is is that crazy of me i assume it is but that's how i feel I can't imagine that the average person is impenetrable to the obvious. 
I'm not sure if that construct it makes sense, but. Hey, Todd, you know, politics in Hartford are so predictable. So this time around, or second time around, I should say, Luke Bronin cuts a couple of those puppet strings from the uh, cross brace above his head, right? So the same power structure that brought him in, brought this carpetbagger in, is now proposing to bring another one in, just one town over, not, not from Greenwich. And this is just a threat to get Luke Bronin back in check. It's the same people. Same people who brought in Bronin is bringing Eric Coleman in. Now, this is my prediction. This is just a, a ploy to get him back in line, to reattach those puppet strings, and um, say, hey, we're going to vote for you again. And if Eric Coleman brings it to a point where he invests a lot of time and energy, trust me, he's going to get a reward. Just like Pedro Segarra stepped aside. All right, so what you're saying is, Mark, essentially that that Eric Coleman is going to run for mayor, or he's floating that he will run for mayor, in order that he can be paid off to not run for mayor. Why wouldn't he just run for mayor? Why wouldn't he look at uh, the mayor and say the mayor is a fraud who's not doing anything to make people uh, have better lives in Hartford or to improve anything in the city, and therefore uh, it's time for somebody else to run? Why wouldn't he go for that? Let's pause on WTIC. The world is changing. Are you listening? WTIC News Talk 1080. something from the Todd Feinberg Show? Listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast. Good afternoon. It's WTIC. Appreciate you being here. Appreciate you being ready for the, uh, for the emergency alerts. We've got to stay alert. It's not that anyone knows what to do in an emergency, but at least we can be alerted to it. We're playing rants. 860 Will we, uh, yeah, we can do more. 522-9842. Trust me. We're in the middle of Mark's. Trust me. He's going to get a reward. Just like Pedro Segarra stepped aside mm -hmm. to let Bronin in, Pedro Segarra is now a workers' comp commissioner. It's the easiest, most profitable judgeship you can get. It's unbelievable. So there'll be a reward coming for uh, Eric Coleman. I could see it. My crystal ball, I didn't have to use it this time, Todd. Hartford is just... It, it's, it really is the poster child of rigging in Connecticut. How about that? Stefanowski needs to start getting a lot more aggressive with Lamont. He needs to get in his face, and he needs to expose the fraud that he is, okay? Stefanowski has been very, very sheepish over the last couple months, and I really want to see him step it up. He has to, or he's going to lose this one. Yeah, I think... Um... I think I, I'm hoping that's coming. Wow. So wrong way driving accidents are up many times what they normally are for a, a single year. Hmm. What changed between last year and this year? I wonder. Um, hmm. I wonder. What changed, Anthony? What's the obvious thing that we're missing? Legal marijuana. But Legal? I, I, I think is, that's that, a, is that his implication? Yeah, I think that's a flawed argument, though. 
Because what? people were smoking marijuana in the state before it was legal. And on top of that, uh, there are no stores in the state yet. Or, I mean, there's medical stores. There's no recreational. Yes, but uh, the government endorsement, presumably, might be lead to a, a ramping up. People getting I ready don't know. for the legalization. I, I don't really think legalization, if people are going to do it, they're going to do it. I don't think they really care what the government says. Can you think of a better reason? I mean, I'm not not to fight with that one, but I'm just wondering, what is the reason? There's got to be a rational I explanation. I, I mean, I don't know. People are stressed out after the pandemic. They uh, were stressed out during yeah, the pandemic. I don't know. And You're right. You're right. It's the, just going crazy this year. It's so strange. It could be just the cumulative effect of the shutdowns, the, the COVID shutdowns and, and the um, continuing expansion of stress since then. It just gets worse and worse. Let's uh, mull it over. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. And then we're going to talk about Brainerd Airport coming up after news on WTIC. something from the Todd Feinberg show listen to the podcast on WTIC.com slash podcast well good afternoon it is a Tuesday and lately we've been talking at this time with Ann Gosh Diggian she is a uh, writer for Hartford News and uh, a longtime journalist in the city and kind of an underground purveyor of truths and we're going to talk about the airport the Brainerd airport yeah the plan for turning it into something other than an airport and welcome back hi Todd how are you hello Ann. I'm good what's going on so fill us in on this airport deal it always struck me as crazy this idea of ruining the airport and I wondered whose plunder this would be for well, you know what, Todd? We're going to have a little game of connect the dots going on Good. when we talk about this. And I think you'll find it interesting. 
As many people might know, Brainerd uh, opened in 1921. It's 101 years old. It also had the likes of uh, Charles Lindbergh and Amelia Earhart landing there at different times. It's also been a place where presidents coming to the city land. Uh, it is the third busiest airport in the state behind Bradley and Tweed, New Haven. And a lot goes on there. What happened was the city, well... Well, hold on a sec. Just on the a lot going on there, what sort of thing do you mean in terms of daily routine? Amazing things go on there. There There is so much happening. There are three flight schools there. And as you know, there's a worldwide pilot shortage right now. There's also an aviation mechanics school there. In addition, it is uh, the Connecticut State Police Search and Rescue are based there. Uh, Transport Services for Organs uh, is based there. there. There's an awful lot that goes on. It does pay taxes to the state. It is owned by the Connecticut Airport Authority. And, uh, yes, there are many, many other things. Tissue, organ donations, um, traffic copters are based there. There is a lot. There's um, Homeland Security, LifeStar, ambulances, avionics. fuel. So there is a whole world, a whole busy world of uh, private and public flight that is based there. Yes, and there are 426 jobs there. There are, it pays uh, $3.36 million in state taxes. It pays $17.1 million in labor income. And again, it is the fourth uh, biggest in the state for the most based aircraft. Now, what happened is uh, a lot of people think that, oh, it's just a playground for people who own private planes. Oh, those evil rich people. people. The Mm -hmm. evil rich people and and so many, including the city council in Hartford, the mayor and others have tried to put that out there. But the numbers, the figures uh, belie everything that they're saying. How many acres of property is there? Oh, at this point, it's 200 and some odd acres of property. You're, you're putting me to the test here. Well, you know, that just gives us a ballpark because I, I'm, right. I can imagine that the plunderers are, who are in and around city government and state government might look at that and say, wow, it's not often that there's a piece of land this large in such prime, uh, a, a prime position that that could be opened up for development and we could do what we could gain how i I assume everything they do is for their own personal gain and not for the best interest of taxpayers like diametrically opposed to the best interest of taxpayers so what exactly is the plundering opportunity for the plunderers well let's start let's start with the first dot in the connect the dots game the first dot is bill debella who was a former state senator and Hartford City Councilor, and now he is chair of the Metropolitan District Commission, our water company mm-hmm. for the Hartford area. When Bill left his job at the Senate, he was replaced by Senator John Fonthara, okay. who, by the way, is running for his 14th term as 
state senator this mm-hmm. fall. Now, Bill DiBella has a son. His name is Mark DiBella. He is the chair of Hartford's Democratic Town Committee, which is the entity that is completely culpable for giving us the city council and the mayor that we have now. It is all due to the efforts of the Democratic Town Committee. So you're saying that the Democratic Town Committee is a, uh, I'm, I'm connecting it's lots of dots a, that you haven't even laid out there, it. but it sounds like you're suggesting they are the the, the system rigorous for the city, and it's kind oh, of a, absolutely. the Democratic Party is a foundational source of rigging exactly. power. Whoever they endorse automatically, almost automatically gets in. They get mm-hmm. the first line on the ballot, and it's also to the city's benefit to suppress voting levels. And that's one of the reasons why, to keep those people in power. But we got another dot. We've got a councilman named James Sanchez. James Sanchez works for the Metropolitan District Commission, and he has been the council's mouthpiece for closing Brainerd. So, again, you have uh, Bill DiBella, you have Mark DiBella, by the way, who are both paid lobbyists at the state capitol. You have John Fanfara, state senator, who is chair of the finance committee. Uh, you have the Democratic Town Committee, controlled by Mark DiBella, and you have James Sanchez, who works for, basically, Bill DiBella. So these are the dots that are connected, and all these dots came together. Uh, and what makes them come together? What You know, I, I'm thinking about a science experience where maybe you're uh, messing around with magnets, and, and you turn on the power, and they all, like... <laughs> jump erect and and straight in 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 response to the command but what what is the command signal that makes them all jump the command signal is do you want to keep your elected position (laughs) but i mean what's the source of power the source of power is always basically comes down to money it comes down to money It's not that these uh, politically elected positions pay much money, but I can tell you that the two lobbyists, uh, they are very, very well paid by their clients. And they must represent, I think the word clients is the key to this. Who are are the people paying the lobbyists to make this happen? Because that's the source of of the energy, right? A lot of them are developers. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are developers. Developers need lobbyists to get favors from the city and the state financial favors and and why do what what makes the lobbyists what gives the lobbyists the power to make the politicians jump uh because as i said the, uh, mark uh, mark debella as a lobbyist controls the democratic town committee and the democratic town committee does not just put up for city council and mayor they also endorse uh, candidates for other offices. So beyond even the the financial implications, they've yeah. already got the power structure in the their hands. The power structure is solid. They've got but, that. They've got that under control. And then there's this huge influx of money, which I assume, if you're the mayor and all kinds of people in positions of influence, that there would be some kinds of benefits that would accrue to you if you could get these people a couple hundred acres of prime real estate that they could develop. Mm-hmm. Well, Todd, let me tell you what the city wants to do with the land. 
And uh, I hope you will be able to laugh when we when I finish telling you this. We're talking to Ann Gosh Digging, by the way. She's with the Hartford News, and we're talking about Brainerd Airport and the idea that it should be taken away from the evil rich people and given to the evil powerful people and rich people. (laughs) Okay. Uh, There have been two studies, and now a third is about to begin, of Brainerd Airport. They were intensive studies done independently. And the first two, and that was, uh, first one was, well, the last one was in 2016, six years ago. And both of them came to the conclusion that the best use of that was to maximize the airport's presence and not to redevelop over there. Now, the airport, as many know, is down in the South Meadows, which is not a residential area. It is completely an industrial area of Hartford, including home to the, uh, trash plant facility that spews all kinds of toxins around and several other people don't live there so mr sanchez on the council took a visit over there to brainerd and his his he came away by saying uh there aren't any minority people there well no jimmy nobody lives there nobody lives there the only people who dwell in the south meadows uh are homeless people and they're sleeping outdoors. There is no housing of any type. Number two, the ground is heavily contaminated. Any kind of excavation that would go on would require expensive uh, remediation and would take years. It would cost well over a million dollars. So after the two studies came back with the same response, the same answer, the two studies that were previously done said you, yes, you it's not a good idea to result. develop this property because right. of, uh, it would be so expensive. Hang on, Ann. We're going to take a sure. quick break, and we'll talk more about this. Ann Gosh, okay, digging with great. us. Stay with us on WTIC. Now, back to the Todd Feinberg Show, live from the NJ Diet Studios on WTIC. News Talk 1080. I love getting to the bottom of this. we got to put some pressure on the riggers to make it harder for them to scam the people. Because that's all the power structure does is try to scam the people. Helping us clarify Ann Gush Diggin from Hartford News. Okay, Ann. So we've got this prime piece of property. It's got great Correct. value. Two studies have been done that show it shouldn't be developed. It should remain as Brainerd Airport. Is that correct? Yes, and actually maximize it, which there are many plans to do so in the future. Which would mean now, what? Give us an example of maximizing. Uh, they were, well, let me go back to my list here, Todd. Give me one sec. No, no, I just want what's off the top of your head. I don't want you reading anything. Oh, okay. Well, they they do do already do a lot with um, corporate interests. A lot of corporations in Hartford spy in their visitors mm-hmm. from other you know uh, installations, and they do land at Brainerd. They love the convenience of it. Okay, so it could be expanded as a, as an airport. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, use as an airport. Okay. Yes, indeed, indeed. We've so, got about five minutes left, so right, I, so I want to use our time here. wisely and get in the all stuff right. we need. All right. All right. The city wanted another study done, 
and that had to be okayed by the state. Senator Fonfara, again, head of the Finance Committee, did hold a public hearing earlier in the year about that. The study uh, would cost $1.5 million in state tax taxpayer money. Is this from the same people who did the previous two? Uh, no, no, no. They, they were going to be hiring another, uh, another group to do the study. One that might be more submissive. Uh, well, they, they assured us that it would be definitely an independent study. It wasn't mm-hmm. going to be done by a state entity like CRDA. Mm-hmm. So uh, they had a public hearing uh, that lasted six hours, and people could write their commentary or they could hang on the phone and talk. Okay. Many people did call in to the committee, the finance committee, And out of all the calls, and there were the calls and the write-ins totaled more than 200, 90% of the people were against closing Brainerd. Okay. And we're talking Democrats, Republicans, black, white, brown, people of all ages. The public is against it. And yet it there seems to be that strong energy, like somebody pressed the button, the power button inside the power structure to make sure that this outcome happens without the public behind it. And uh, what what else should we know about it? Well, what else went on was then it came to a vote with the Finance Committee. Now, I will tell you, many of the members on that Finance Committee who were questioning the people who uh, called in to testify were Democrats and Republicans, and they were not on Mr. Fonfara's side. But when it came down to the vote, Yes, they squeaked through and they gave the city that $1.5 million. Now, the study isn't going to start until January. Wait, so the money put... came from the state to do the study? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the money's from the so state. So this is a rigged uh, thing across all of government in the state? <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. But again, it, it's these people who are all connected, who have the same umbilical cord. And yes, and they'll hire a, a f- longer. They'll hire a friendly consulting firm to we'll do see. the study with a guaranteed upfront outcome yes. tied to the payment. Well, in the interim, they did the state uh, through the finance committee let Brainerd Airport know that. Uh, between now and when that study happens, which is going to be finished in about a year from mm-hmm. now, that they can't take on any kind of new initiatives, including there is a state set aside for money, several millions, for the state's airports for upgrades. And that means they can't even have any of that. Oh, yeah, they're they putting the old, uh, the, old the, the knee on the neck. Well, someone just said to me a little while ago, they said they're trying to starve them out of Yes, there. exactly. Yes. So let me tell you, the audience will want to know. This. Okay, one this minute. This is what the city's plan was for that getting that land. They were going to build some upscale housing there. Now, who the hell would want to live, excuse me, in the South Meadows? It's like a dump down there. They'll beautify it. They'll, they're going to have to dig it all up and redo the soil. They, they'll put in beautiful yes. trees. Oh, of they'll make it a place the evil rich people will long to live. I don't think so. I don't no? think anyone would want to live in that It can't be done? I don't think the homeless even want to live in that You don't think it can be beautified? Uh, not particularly, and here's the reason why. Number one, not only the cost of remediation, there are... Entities that are based 
at Brainerd that have loans, federal and otherwise, uh, the city would have to buy out all these people. But 200 acres just strikes me as a huge win. The if you could, maybe, would, maybe they've got a deal for a casino. Maybe it'll be the world's biggest marijuana store, the marijuana superstore. Oh, oh, They'll Tom, name it after Tom. Ned Lamont. Ted, here, let, let me, let me, Todd, let me finish this one up because it, it's really wonderful. 30 seconds. Uh, Counselor John Gale was all for putting a marina down there also. That He's too. Owner. Yes. That surprise me. Have Flipper well, they're there. Putting one, they're putting one up in East Hartford, right across the river. And to be honest, if you have a pleasure boat, do you really want to dock in the South Meadows of Hartford when you could be out there in Haddam or some other beautiful scenic place? I doubt it. But you can't do it anyway. Because there, the flood control dikes are down there, <laughs> and the Army Corps of Engineers manages those. They would never All right. allow a marina. Got to go, Ann. Thank you. Ann Gostigian, and it sounds like the kind of thing that makes absolutely no sense, and it's already been decided upon by the powerful because they want some of the money from the evil rich people. So there we go. Ann Gostigian, thank you for being here. Wow, we're going to stay on this story. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 